Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To go ahead and break it all down, including his thoughts on some players out of his home market in Philadelphia. You know him from Sirius XM, NFL, Fox Sports Radio. The man's the seacrest of the NFL with about 75 jobs. You know him. You love him. The great Adam Kaplan joins us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Adam, welcome to the show. You guys, good to be with you. Yeah, you know, you, you got to make ends meet here in today's society. Listen, yeah. uh, the, the supply chain, there's inflation. I, I'm right there right. with you. So I just poked fun at the fact that, you know, we've got legal tampering starting on Monday. Illegal tampering's been happening since the combine. Why, yeah. why doesn't the NFL target free agency tampering more or try and make this more legitimate? Well, okay, here's what happened. Talking to the NFL about this many years ago, they, they, everybody knew what was going on, so what they did is what you call the, the, the legal tampering period, they call it the open negotiating period. That's on Monday and Tuesday. That's at 12 p.m. Eastern. Free agency really starts on Monday. It doesn't start on Wednesday. You could sign on Wednesday, but all the agreements and the top guys will be off the board on Wednesday, uh, just about all of them. So, that's, so what happened was the NFL said, look, we know this is going on. We're going to allow you two days before free agency starts, and this was done about seven or eight years ago, to just go get deals done, but you can't sign. Okay, You could agree. And also, by the way, Unless the player represents himself, he cannot talk to the, the club. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, last, uh, the last time he was a free agent, he was able to, he represented himself. Uh, Bobby Wagner, by the way, did his own deal. He was able to talk to the Rams uh, and negotiate that himself uh, directly. But 
the the agent absolutely can get involved. And and I mean, by the way, the biggest joke is in in at the combine, you'll see a contract negotiator and an agent sitting down at Steak and Shake or something like that. And you could sometimes what I'll do is I want to see. I'm just curious for last sake. Does does that agent have players on that team? Because that would be legal. If he doesn't, it certainly would not be legal. And it's just it's it's wide open as you said. All right, so let's get to some of the. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch uh, gears here mid thought because and you know I have ADD, Adam. What can you do? Uh, there was so much talk about the Deshaun Watson contract yeah. last year and the fully guaranteed contract. Steve Bashotti came out, Ravens owner, and said that's not the guy that should have gotten that, and then it declined to give that same fully guaranteed contract to the guy that maybe should have gotten that and a really good guy in Lamar Jackson. I'll ask you: Is there still? ill will for the Cleveland Browns around the NFL because of that contract. So I'm going to go back to last year's owner, owners meetings, guys, and I can just tell you from talking to a bunch of teams, and, they, and remember that deal was done on March 19th, and we had the owners meetings less than two weeks later. There was venom towards the Browns on that. They're, they're, people were upset. Um, they, they just said, how, how are you going to give a guy who didn't play and had some pretty serious allegations against him a five-year fully guaranteed contract worth $230 million and $46 million a year. And that, that was the criticism. And the Browns were just, I know talking to the Browns, they did their homework. They felt comfortable with the information they had. They were going to go through with this deal. Um, they felt that they got kind of knew uh, what, what the background. And by the way, the, the Browns were not the only team to be heavily involved. There, there were other teams that absolutely wanted Watson but they did not want to do the contract. That's the key. They did not want to do the contract the Browns did. And, and, and moving forward here, yeah, no, no team is going to do $230 million fully guaranteed sign. We're not there yet. I mean, we're just not. Uh, teams just don't look at it that way. Um, now, there's some. I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens with Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and potentially Jalen Hurts later this summer. Uh, if it gets done you know, before, then great if it does. But the fact of the matter is, no team has been willing to do this uh, based on the, from what, what I've been hearing. So it's a landmark deal, and it, it certainly got criticized, but the Browns have their guy now. Is Joe Burrow, when you look at the market, like going to be the highest paid player of all time eventually, or will the Bengals not do it? Well, the, here's the thing. and I, I, I remember reporting the Joe Flacco terms many years ago. I think he might have been the highest paid quarterback in NFL history for like a week, something like that. <laughs> That's true. See, that's the thing with Burrow, whether it's Burrow or Herbert. Burrow's obviously been with a better football team lately. But that deal, that deal could be 50 to $55 million a season. It's just with the cap going up significantly this year, and then the, the, the continued rise in the cap year after year, you, know, you would think that, it, and Aaron Rodgers got that huge deal last year, um, but why wouldn't, he, why wouldn't Burrow as much younger Want way more than that. I mean, when I say way more than that, why would you not want an average per year that's that's better than that, ten percent better at least? That's that's where these deals are going. But the key is, as you just asked, when are we going to get a fully guaranteed contract that for five years? We're getting. We've already had three years. Kirk Cousins did that. We've had partial guarantees for four, but we've not had a fully guaranteed contract other than Watson for five years. Adam Kaplan on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Adam, I do want to get into some Philly players there because uh, apparently the Browns like all the Philly players, at least are interested in them in free agency. So I did want to get a, a thought on Lamar. We had a laundry list of teams come out after Lamar was hit with a non-exclusive franchise tag 
that either it was reported or they, you know, retweeted the uh, the report or they directly said we're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. Are you hearing of of actual teams or of specific teams that are are actually in on Lamar yet? No, but you have to understand with a franchise tag, there is time to get this to to sign him to that. And see, the the key here's a at the combine. I, I didn't know. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that he would get the non exclusive. But I could tell you, I, I, I just had a feeling that there was something interesting going on here. So I asked, I asked some teams, you know, some contract negotiators and so forth. Uh, you know, I put this question to some people. Not that you're in in it, but would you do two do to do two first round picks? And one guy said, "Look, if the Ravens are at because we didn't again because we didn't know that they were going to do the, the non exclusive." But one guy said to me. If they ever would consider listening, they might be smart to be willing to take less than the, the, the non-exclusive tag. Like take a one, obviously they have to do that. Maybe a three and a five, or one and a three and a player, or one and a, and a, a big-time starter. That's just something I'm going to be looking at the next couple weeks. It's just, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised to use a non-exclusive tag, to be honest with you, because that just invites the potential for him to leave. When you do that, folks, you, you cannot guarantee that he's going to stay. Now, I also tell you, with Lamar not having an agent, it doesn't make it easy. He, we don't believe that he's moved off of that wanting that fully guaranteed contract. So it, it, that's the thing that complicates this. And that, that's, that for him to be moved, is he willing to be moved off that? So that, that's just something to keep an eye on. I, look, the, the Ravens have been so steadfast that they're not trading him, but... If you're not trading them, why in the world would you use, lose a, use a non-exclusive tag? Because that means anyone can negotiate with Lamar. Adam, looking to a couple Philly free agents. Let's start with uh, Javon Hargrave. Um, I, I think there's a lot of interest in Cleveland, but it, would it be fair to say the Browns would be looked at as one of the front runners for Javon Hargrave services when free agency hits here next week? Remember now, with with Jim Schwartz being the defense coordinator, uh, he. Hargrave did very well uh, for many years with the Eagles. Uh, that, that was a big deal. Uh, when Hargrave signed that deal for $13 million, uh, that was a little bit, probably a little bit more than most people thought he would get, guys. He signed a three-year deal. That was, he had one year with Schwartz, and he's put up massive, massive sack numbers. He, he is the top free agent defensive tackle. Now, he would fit great in that wide nine because, let's face it, Hargrave is not a good run stopper. That's not what he does. He gets upfield. I... I I would be floored if the Browns did not sign someone, one of the Eagles' free agents. Because remember, you've got not only Schwartz, you've got Andrew Berry, obviously, who used to work for the Eagles, Catherine Rage, the assistant GM, who worked for the Eagles. And teams team to raid, teams that are very successful. And the Eagles, by the way, have 20 free agents. So they, they've made it pretty clear a lot of guys are going to walk. Hargrave would, is a guy that I fully expect to sign elsewhere for a big deal. That's... Remember, his last deal was $13 million a year. You, you would think at least $15 million. and Now he's 30, but the guy puts up numbers. Adam, you mentioned 20 free agents. Outside of Hargrave, what are the other Eagles free agents that you think might make sense for the Browns? Yeah, I, I know a lot of people are talking about T.J. Edwards. Uh, remember, the Browns are really weak at middle linebacker because they went through so many guys last season that got hurt. They moved guys around. It just didn't work. Uh, Edwards, I think, is going to have a very good market. Uh, but to me, the Hargrave one makes sense. Uh, Marcus Epps is another guy to look at. Marcus Epps really flourished. I know that Schwartz liked him. He coached him for uh, a couple of years. Epps was a 
waiver claim in 2019 for the Eagles. He wound up being a starter later in his career with the Eagles. And he really started to, to flourish under Schwartz. That's another name to take a look at when you talk about trying to connect those former Eagle players or guys who are going to be in free agency. You think the Browns, you know, you look at this this team, and we've had a lot of talks about Nick Chubb here and, and what's his value, right, for this team with Deshaun Watson, at quarterback specifically. Nick Chubb's been great for this team. Fans love him. But the offense is certainly going to change now that Deshaun Watson's here full-time and probably going to be passing a little bit more. What are your thoughts on on Chubb's value in Cleveland? Is it is it something the the, the I keep wanting to say the Cavaliers, uh, the <laughs> Browns, too. something the Browns should continue to uh, you know working with with Nick Chubb, or should they look to move on? I mean, it, it's he's got two years left on his deal. He makes a decent cap number, fourteen point eight five million, and his cap number is a little bit bigger the following year. Here's the thing, though, I get it with, with an analytic run building. Under Paul D. Podesta, certainly they they want to throw the ball more with Deshaun Watson. I expect that the I expect the passing numbers per attempts per game to go up now that he's he's with them full time. But they also have to look at the personnel. Other than Cooper at receiver, they're not very good. They need to they they need to develop that position. And Joku had a breakout season. Great story. I, they're still going to be heavy twelve personnel. I, I, I don't think Kevin's going to change that as their play caller. But in the end, it starts with Nick Chubb. They're not going to go away from him so much. It's just, it just that the, the average attempts per game will go up, and then they'll have to make a decision. See, you also, because Watson missed a season, and he missed obviously a lot of last season with the suspension, you, have to, you can't just say, okay, we're going to throw the ball 35 times. You have to see how comfortable he is, and that will come in their offseason program. Follow this man on the Twitter during all – of the free agency escapades. They've already started, so follow them now. At Kaplan NFL, Sirius XM NFL, Fox Sports Radio, Sirius XM Fantasy, Sports Grid TV. That's just four of them. I just ran out of breath. He's Adam Kaplan. Adam, great stuff, buddy. We really do appreciate you. All right, guys. Thank you. Adam Kaplan there. I just don't know how they do it. Every single year, I'm like, you know what? I can't overreact to the NFL offseason. I'm going to go ahead and take a a really concerted effort to to keep even keel. And then I hear the name Javon Hargrave, who had 11 sacks last year. The next leading sack artist to the to, to Miles Garrett last year was like three and a half sacks by Taven Bryan, who was stink on crap. And I hear Javon Hargrave in those 11 and a half sacks. And honestly, it affects me in a way we can't talk about on radio. How so, Nicholas? That's where you're going to go with that? How so? Where do you want to go? We can't talk about it on radio. I want some details. No, it gets me fully torqued, okay? Fully torqued. Fully damn torqued, okay? It what's gets the, me... What's, what's the name? It's Javon Hargrave. That's the, the one name. Well, no, I mean, there's plenty of names. I mean, I mean are we, uh, we we going down Adam Thielen Road yet? Uh, No, that's name porn. We were trying to come up with a, a bit off air, and we just failed. We are going to do name porn or, and then... Oh, yeah? We're trying to find something that is the equivalent to, or the opposite, rather, of name porn <laughs> that actually fit. We couldn't find anything. No, we got nothing. Uh, and, and honestly, if you guys heard, uh, Spano and I, did. we were like... There were so many we came up with. <laughs> here, wait, what was the best one that I came up with? Because I got to tell on myself on air yeah. about this. I was so upset at how stupid this sounded. Okay, what do you got? I'm scrolling up. Um, name porn or aim for. That's the best! <laughs> 
That's the best that, we could have named the that's bit. That's the best we got? I came up with a rhyme and alliteration. I was pretty proud. Right. It didn't really work well, out. Try it out on air. All right. Name porn or potential player platform. You didn't like it. Because it, it took 75 minutes to say. <laughs> and also, I it. I also it. it sounds great. Yeah. But I can barely say Nick Camino, yeah. let alone potential player platform. Good Nick Camino. Really, really good there. Chris Camino? But no, Adam Thielen is name porn, right? I mean... He's got like 600 receiving yards per season in the last two years. I don't think he's had... I don't think he's cracked 1,000 yards in like five years, maybe? Is that no, right? I don't know about that, Nick. I mean, I glossed over the stats earlier. It's right around five years. I mean, so... First off, he was a nobody. And then all of a sudden became a somebody. And then he had two back-to-back years of like 1,200 yards, 1,300 yeah. yards... And now he's then, back to being a nobody. Then he, had, he was hurt in 2019, and then he had 925, 726, 716. He yeah. also has the best receiver in football on his team. Yeah. Uh, so, well, okay. He's he, still, he's still, he had he's Stephon still, Diggs, and he's he still was putting ca- up. He's still catching 60, 70 balls per year. So, okay. No, actually, you're bringing up a great point, which I it depends on the role. Well, if, I mean, if you could tell me Adam listen, Thielen would the, be your third the, wide receiver the, the and he'd role, sign... That he is sorry, Nick, to cut you off. I forgive the, you. The role that he has had with the Minnesota Vikings has been basically what we got like last year out of Donovan Peoples Jones. Okay. Well, you already got a DPJ. Right, but we could use another DPJ. Well, no, now you need somebody who who's still got Jets. I, I don't think that that's the case. You don't think the Browns need a speed wide receiver? I don't think you have to have a guy who just runs fast. I think we've got, like, Amari Cooper runs a 4-4-40. That's pretty fast. Yeah, he ran it 10 years ago at the Combine. He's a little bit older now. He's it wasn't not, he's quite not, 10 years well, ago. Well, but he's not known as a speed guy, right? I think he's he's gotten behind defenses. He's known as a great route runner. Like, that's, like, his claim to fame is he's a good all-around receiver. Okay. Like, so, like so when you like, think of, like, speed receivers, like, you you're, think thinking, of? you're thinking of Tyreek Hill. Look at this one. Well, no, there's plenty of them. Okay, give me some more. Kadarius Tony. I'm just going to name them just who've played for Patrick Mahomes. Kiti Kuti. Sorry, I just want to say that name. I have no idea if he's fast or not. The point is, there are guys who are known for being speed is their number one thing. That's not Thielen. Well, not at coming off the I don't, injuries. I don't think the Browns have to have a speed receiver. I think they need good receivers. And with this quarterback, if they run good routes, they're we're going to be fine. I mean... There's a lot of people saying they need a speed receiver. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't think, think they need a receiver at all. I, I think they should sit tight on what they have, maybe bring in a veteran, at which point, if we just say Thielen's here to be one of the guys and it's a one-year, two-year, three, $2 million a year deal, amen, hallelujah, put him out there. I mean, the other day, if you're going to give him $10 million uh, the, the a year, day, it's a waste. You were making the case that DeAndre Hopkins would be a good fit in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They've got Diggs, they've got Gabe Davis, they've got um, Dawson Knox as a mm-hmm. tight end. Like, okay, so why can't the Browns have another solid receiver? Because this one, everybody says. I'm I'm just trying to say he's not a speed receiver. Everyone and the says Bills the don't Browns even have a running back. It's reported the Browns want a speed receiver. So if you sign Adam Thielen or you trade for New Hopkins, okay, that's fine. You're still gonna have to add a speed receiver, and at some yeah. point, I, have, I disagree with those reports. How can you disagree with reports? I don't think reports. That, that's fine. I don't think that they need that. Well, so you're disagreeing with the team. Yes. Okay, that's different. But no, I think Adam Thielen is in name porn. Okay. It, it, okay. If you're bringing him in to be one of your two best wide receivers, it's name porn. If there's a role you had in mind for a, for the right cost, 
okay, now I can sign up. It's the same thing with. I think. They, I think. It, it, again, I don't know if they're going to bring in Thielen, but hypothetically, if they did, uh-huh. you're bringing Thielen in. You know he's going to catch a ton of balls. Uh-huh. He's going to get open. He's going to be a great influence on the locker room. Mm-hmm. He knows Kevin Stefanski. He's comfortable in his system. I think it's a win-win. No, I think so. I, when I say name porn, to me that means with that name comes great expectations. And yeah, so but expectations come based off of what they get paid. I think. Uh yeah, that's absolutely fair. But to to a point, if he comes in here and you have a role for him and he can't live up to that role, which it's potential that he might not be able to because he is older he's had injuries he is what four years removed from his his two best seasons the he the played every game plus. this year okay but he it was 600 yards right 700 700 full yards yeah he's got 70 balls yeah in in 17 games yes that's it's not great he's not an, he's not the number one receiver i would that's, lo- that's I'd, not that's a good number two wide i'd love receiver. to have a mid receiver that's catching 700 Yards? Are you using mid um, sar- sarcastically? Or are you just? I don't know what you're talking about. It's not part of your uh, vernacular now. I don't have a vernacular. Two one six five two one six four seven four. Try to move on. Double oh nine two. Adam Thielen. Name porn or no? There is a part of me that that is concerned. Javon Hargrove or Hargrave could be, or Hargrove could be name porn. There's a part of me that's worried about that. He was a he was a good player in Pittsburgh. He was an elite player last year. Like his production, the 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 first year in Philly, kind of matched his career production in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It's been the last two years he's been on another planet. So if you can pay that guy, I mean, I know Adam said fifteen million a year. If you're going for him to be playable, when I say playable, I mean you. For you to live with his run-stopping deficiency, he's got to put up eight, nine, ten sacks a game. And he's 30. Like the kid Jones. Um, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Ohio State kid. Jones? Yeah, Jones from Denver. Draymond. Draymond Jones. Draymond Thank Jones. you. Um, that actually might be the safer play for the Cleveland Browns. Or it might fit more their their philosophies on on what they want because he's 26. He has consistently gotten to the quarterback and he still has upside. Like that's to me why you you couldn't go wrong with the safeties out there, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Jesse Bates or uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Either one I love. Because they're, they're both, both they're, they're both thumpers. Well, they're also both 25. I think uh, Bates might be 26. I think... I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the Browns target in free agency specific to and and specifically things like Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. versus Draymond Jones. If I gave you, if I'm I'm making you the GM and you just are going to bring in every uh, wide receiver that's ever had a name in the NFL and I said, all right, you can sign one of these defensive tackles. Do you go for Hargrave or do you go for Jones? Hargrave. I think it, so – I'm now going to answer my own. Why, by the way? Uh, I think he's what the Browns need. Which is? I mean, a really good defensive tackle. <laughs> I think Jones is, too. I think they're yeah, both really, really good. Like, let me put it this way. I don't think... So, I, before I ever give my opinion, neither is a loss. If you sign either one of those guys, all of a sudden, 
you have a capable, not just capable, you have a high-level starting defensive tackle in your defensive line room for the first time since 2020? I'll take either. I kind of like the idea of Jones at 26. Assuming that everything checks out behind, uh, behind the scenes, I really like the idea of Jones at 26 being able to come in here because, you know, with defensive tackles or with, with – and Hargrave is, what, 295, 300 pounds. When you get about right around 30 or above, it's not quite left tackles. You know, it's not quite, oh, you hit 32, now you fall off the cliff. It does become a much more dicey proposition. So just to be clear, I love both of them. Can we afford Hargrave? And it's going to be three-year, $60 million deal. Uh, I mean, you know, Kaplan said it starts at 15. I don't know. Let me put it this way. If the difference is – uh, Hargrave at $20 million a year or Jones at 15 a year or 17 a year, give me the younger player. Give me the younger player with upside who's never played, by the way, in the wide nine. Because I think that's really fascinating. Like, I actually think the Browns might be as attractive to defensive linemen as any spot in the NFL right now. They've got a defensive coordinator that uh, has just consistently gotten production out of uh, offense. Or sorry, def- defensive linemen, be it edge players or interior guys. They also play the wide nine, which in and of itself, it's like uh, for the longest time, why running backs wanted to go play for a Shanahan because of the zone blocking. The wide nine just it, it just feeds defensive linemen opportunities to get to the quarterback. And then the third piece is you get to play next to Miles. Like I think I I think Jadavian Clowney is the only dude in the NFL who would have a problem with what the Browns did for Miles Garrett mm-hmm. last year. I think Draymond Jones would have no friggin' problem. Oh, you're gonna give Miles a couple favorable matchups? That's okay. It's the wide nine. I'm playing next to I, I'm gonna eat just because he's eating. I like a guy like Yannick Ngakwe, who in yeah, some of these, Mary Kay said he's in the mix. I was going to say, a lot of these names that we're mentioning were in Mary Kay Cabot's piece on Cleveland.com, and she just went through, like I think it was like five or six names of free agents. The headliners were Hargrave, Jesse Bates, and Yannick Ngakwe. And we'll actually play. She was on the morning show today. We'll play it uh, coming up in about uh, five or six minutes here, what Mary Kay had to say about uh, kind of individual names and what makes sense. But specific to those young tackles, Oh, by the way, we do have some Twitter reaction here. Twitter reaction uh, brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry side. Uh, KJH saying jewelry store, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Uh, KJH saying on Twitter, I'd rather have a receiver who can actually catch if you're fast as hell but have brick for hands, you're useless. That's basically subtweeting Anthony Schwartz. Um, Not all fast receivers can't catch, guys. I feel I feel like any wide receiver we bring in that has like a four three speed, uh, people are just gonna be like, "You better be able to catch." Jimmy saying, "Give me McCole Hardman for the win." Uh, he also played with uh, Mahomes. Ooh, Scott Rozier or Rozier? I don't know which one it is. What's the difference between Rozier and Rozier? Like an Depends S- how you pronounce it. Thank you. You're welcome. See, one you pronounce. Rozier. I mean, you asked the question. And I, gave the you, other, I gave you the answer. I was talking more, is there a spelling difference? How would I know? I was looking for some. That's fair. I'll just move on then. Uh, Scott suggesting name porn or the full Monty. I don't think it's right. Like, What's the but full Monty? 
that's the opposite of name porn, meaning that player is good, worth the full Monty, as it were. Thanks, Keith. Oh, by the way, little uh, little news to pass along here. Breaking news on 92.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter by downloading the BetQL app and use Ohio 25 to get 25% off your first month. The Houston Texans have been disciplined for salary cap reporting violation. They will forfeit their fifth rounder in this year's draft. They've been fined $175,000 for salary cap reporting violation. And uh, it's apparently this is this goes back to the Deshaun trade. Uh, the NFL determined that the club provided then Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson with undisclosed compensation in the form of a membership at an alternative athletic facility in 2020. Just going to spring that on a big fella, Keith? Not going to say? Watch out for that last line? I didn't write the report. That's fair. It's fair. Just pass the buck. Pass the buck he there. Just passed it. Passed Crawford the, uh, County. Press release on to you. So we are playing the name game again here. Some of the names that have been thrown out there. Adam Kaplan saying uh, the Philly free agents, all 20 of them, uh, he expects at least one former Philadelphia Eagle to be signed by the Cleveland Browns in free agency because of Andrew Barry, Cat Race, and, and several other Cleveland Browns front office members uh, ties to the Philadelphia Eagles back for when Andrew worked there for a season before becoming the Browns GM. Uh, so should there be a cap to what the Browns pay a player like Javon Hargrave? And uh, Brad Ward of OBR, a friend of the show, good dude, had said that a lot of the names we mentioned are the $20 million free agents. And it is fair. Like, the Browns aren't going to sign um, Yannick Ngakwe, Javon Hargrave, Jesse Bates, and Draymond Jones. They're going to sign probably one of those guys. And then they're going to sign or maybe two of those guys. And then they'll probably have, uh, you know, a list of B-level uh, free agents to go ahead and pull from. So if the Browns could only sign one twenty million dollar, and that's just a number that people are throwing around because people, the, the, the financial fear that NFL agents spread in the heart of teams, and then like almost nobody gets $20 million a year deal unless you're a quarterback. And by the way, they're getting 40 and $50 million. But like almost nobody gets that kind of money. But I digress. If the Browns could only sign one $20 million free agent, What's the name? For $20 million? That's the number I, I threw think in. Th- shut up. <laughs> no one tells me to shut up. I would say Hargrave. Yeah. Like, Jones. That, that gets... I'll, that, I'll, that, that I'll gets, get you 16, 17 for Jones. That gets the blood flowing. Not 20. Even, even Bates. Nah, Bates. I don't know. If, if you're not could, overpaying for a safety, man. I'm sorry. It's... I think Bates is so much more than just a safety, though. I they're okay. So mostly, I agree with if you can get good young safeties on affordable deals, that's the preferable thing. There are certain players, there are certain safeties worth twenty, fifteen, twenty million dollars. Uh, Jesse Bates is well. One. Bates is going to get somewhere in between fourteen, fifteen a year, which is a lot for a safety. Who says who? Everybody. Who is everybody? Everybody. 216-474. First time today, you got it right. 0092. Nailed it. 
Uh, if the Browns can only sign one $20 million a year free agent, what are the names you want to see? I, I So here's Bates the other made thing. almost 13 last year. Is that the, good? On the franchise tag. Um, I'm really, He's a really good player. Like he, he was, uh, he had what, four picks last year. He allowed just 15 catches on 30 targets. The third was the third among safeties with at least 250 covered snaps. I think it's probably more likely. And and uh, Adam Kaplan mentioned this name. I think I think Marcus Epps probably is much more likely the guy to go with Grant Delpit than Bates. I, I think at best, and I I think Bates is going to set the market. I think uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson is going to be the the second guy in there. I think at best it's C.J. Gardner Johnson. And I think the reason he, that he's going to get less money is I think people are going to look at this and say he played in a ridiculously talented secondary and. This was a special year from him. He was not that same caliber of player in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he was a little bit of a disappointment in New Orleans. I, I think I think Jesse Bates has been a a just ridiculous level of player since he came to the NFL. Also, when did Jesse Bates add the third? Don't know. Every once in a while, players like uh, uh, Robbie Anderson, who just got cut, and just randomly this offseason was like, "I'm chosen, Robbie Anderson now." I'm like, eh, are you though? I think the guys that do the not 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 the third thing, that's fine. But like you're changing your name. It's kind of weird. I need a good reason. Yeah, like you want to change your name to like something that you, you know, your your grandfather was called or something or whatever. I don't know. Just weird. Like chosen. Well, this is a habit for Robbie Anderson. He changed the spelling of his name two years ago, right? Oh, yeah. And, then he, ago. and didn't he change the spelling again of Robbie yeah, specifically? Spe- and then he changed, changed it, it back. back and then added chosen. chosen. You know, uh, so when my dad, Jim, adopted me when I was like five, even though he had been there my whole life, he adopted me officially when I was five. And my parents came to me and they were like, uh, do you want to change your name? Now's the time. I, I'm like, what do you mean? Change my name. They're like, yeah, if you if you if you see a name that you think is more fitting of you than Nick, you can do it. Like Nikolai. Like, well, no, and the, Nikolai. And, and so the first, I was like, I could call myself Bret Hart Wilson, and my dad's like, you could. You might want to think about it more than naming, renaming yourself after your favorite professional wrestler. And I thought more, and I could never land in a name that was better than Nick Wilson. Probably doesn't say a lot about my creativity or my abilities as a human, <laughs> but I was like, I just, I thought about it a little bit too much and uh, yeah, here we are. Still Nick Wilson. Would you change your name if you could? No, I love it. Not what I'm just, like, we go the chosen Robbie Anderson though. Oh yeah. I mean, call me uh dashing dusty Fox. That's a pro wrestler right there. I got nothing. I tried really hard there. Yeah. Chosen dusty Fox. No, doesn't work. Special Dusty Fox. That definitely that tracks. That fits. Does. Yeah. Nefarious Nick Wilson. Again, these that fits. Just, I mean, if like the chosen. Shoe, if the shoe fits. Chosen Robbie Anderson just sounds like a stupid pro wrestling name. Jesse Bates the third. It's fine. I'm just really reticent to sign anybody with numbers after the name because John John Johnson the third ruined it for us. I mean, Ocho Cinco is pretty sweet. Oh well, no, but that's his name now. That's the one. That's the one that works. But if he was Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco. Does he go by Chad Johnson now? No. I he's believe still he's Ocho still Cinco? Ocho Cinco. Yes. That's so weird. 
It works for him, though. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.